I'm Max Cook, and this is a message from Our New City. Two weeks ago, we announced the release of Our New City Stories, in which listeners can be a part of the Our New City community by sharing their own stories that they think make this city so interesting. And we were really humbled by how many dozens of emails flooded in, whether it be sharing their own experiences or opinions of things covered in past episodes, or interesting stories of things that they've encountered living in this city that people wouldn't know about otherwise. It really made me realize just how many stories are out there, and we really want to hear them, because that's what this show is all about. We want to bring you those stories. And by sharing your stories, you're helping create a community of stories. And since starting this show, you guys have proven just how special that community can be. So I want to thank everyone who's sent in their stories and just give you guys a high five. You guys are amazing. I wanted to take a second and share one of those stories sent in with us, and I think this might be something we end up doing on a regular basis. But you can read all the stories uploaded to the site at ournewcitypodcast.com backslash stories, or just go to ournewcitypodcast.com and click on the stories section. You can also upload your stories there as well. Uh, the piece that we'd like to read today is sent to us by uh, Jeremiah Topol. Topol? Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he actually sent in another story as well, uh, but the one I'd like to read is entitled In Defense of Isobars. I know there's a lot of people whining about the isobar trend in New York, but I want to defend it for a second. Cubicle-based bars certainly get a bad rap. People find them antisocial, perverse, and even at some times unclean. But I want to share a really genuinely positive isobar experience I had that maybe could change some people's minds. First, let me tell you what my problem is with traditional bars. Socially, bars are obsolete. Traditionally, bars were a public social gathering point, a place where people could meet up, have some drinks, have a good time, because there wasn't a good way of meeting up otherwise. Now, that is still the alleged notion of a bar, but ultimately, with everyone's social environment existing in both the physical world and in the cloud, nextroing, uh, fluts buzzing, Bars become a place to stand in the physical world while interacting in a different one. Very little time and space is even needed or used at most bars you go into. It has become a cruel joke on the consumer, selling them a physical space they don't even use. I feel alienated at most bars. There's so much buzz of social interaction on so many different planes, I honestly feel like I'm going to have a panic attack at any second. Maybe I'm just getting old. But the efficiency in which people can interact socially is staggering, and it only leads to further social interaction. Meanwhile, the actual physical space you're in is loud, crowded, and dull, and everybody knows it. The attention is always moving, moving from the person you're talking to, to what's going on, to what's going on with your friends connected at another bar, with the news, with some funny video, with the comments being posted and sent on a dozen social apps, engaged at all times, with sharing those comments with your friends, standing there, back to the feed you're trapped into, oh my god, make it stop! The attention is everywhere and nowhere. It's roving and scanning locked on to its objective, and ultimately it never finds what it's looking for. Everyone is unsatisfied, because the bar for satisfaction has become unreasonably high. So, after 30 minutes of the bar, it's not good enough for you. It hasn't provided you with the thing that you're looking for, so you go someplace else. Then, the same thing happens there. Each bar distinctly unique and yet distinctly the same. Still fully open and yet fully empty. And the scanning rows throughout the night till everyone leaves, unsatisfied. Isobars contain you to a very small, very neutral, isolated space. Then, whatever network-based roving you want to take part in, you have the privacy and freedom to focus on it. An isobar respects your space. It doesn't trick you into thinking that you don't have the right to it. Most people think that the size of the space you end up with an isobar is a joke, but would you rather be guaranteed a space which is never imposed on, or to exist in a place where you're constantly asked to compromise your space for others? The other night, I went into the isobar down from my house called Stag Nancy. I walked in and I punched in my cube and settled in. I had brought all my devices and plopped my order into the system. 
There's no competing for attention from the bartender. There's no God complex with the automized system. You order and it pops up at your station. That's it. I get on my net and I start socializing. I'm contained, I'm comfortable. There's no jerk synced into his phone, unaware I'm walking by him to the bathroom. Have you ever gone into a bar and heard your favorite tune playing? Well, that's every second at an ISO bar because you control the music. Whatever annoyance I produce impacts only me. I start next rowing with some friends, and sure enough, I can focus on this one account's feed interacting nearby. He was trolling this other guy, and I could absolutely see it, and it was brilliant. We end up on Willowfly together, and we start giving each other crap all night. We had the same taste in games, so I ended up disconnected from my other friends and focused on him. We decided to vidge, and to my surprise, he was actually at the same ISO bar I was. There was a gasp of awkwardness and tension in this moment. We had been so contained in our separate safe spaces, now knowing we were physically close, would we leave our cubes? We ended up going for it, shyly laughing as we met by the entrance. We left and walked down the street together, talking till dawn. He is one of my closest friends right now. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but you ended up not being at the isobar. Why go to an isobar where you don't want to be isolated? Because that's the brilliance of the isobar. When you focus your social attention, you can claim control of it. The isobar gives you the space you need to actually connect with people on a focused, unpretentious plane. In our current culture, we always want more and more and more, because nothing we have actually feels like anything. And it's starting to scare us, so we just frantically grab for the next thing like a drowning baby deer. What I realized at that isobar that night is that it's not about more. It's about the focus on the one thing. Enjoying yourself in an isobar allows you to move from that isobar to the next thing, the next thing you're really trying to find, whatever that may be. It's the one place where you can simplify the clutter and the noise and the static. And having that safe space in the physical world, you can manage your existence in the social world. And then when you're ready, you can exist in both. So next time you have assumptions and social prejudice towards someone who enjoys isobars, maybe take a second and look at your own life. Ask yourself if maybe all that social pressure we put on ourselves isn't actually all that fun. And the impulse to shame others who don't buy into it might be a whole lot more about your own unhappiness than some ignorance to social norms that everyone seems to be failing at anyway. Maybe once you're left with yourself, away from the noise and the distraction, you'll have to confront that. If you're interested, I have a place for you to go. So great, I think that's a really interesting take on the isobar scene. Um, I've never really thought to go to an isobar, but maybe now I will. Uh, maybe you have thoughts on the isobars. Maybe you've had some great experiences yourself. Maybe you've had some really bad experiences. Either way, we want to hear about it. Um, so check out OurNewCityPodcast.com. There's a lot of cool people posting lots of cool stuff. It's all really cool. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll be back with a full episode talking about the latest dating craze going around called Love Formula. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Max Cook. <laughs>